Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending November 4th, 2022. I'm Chris Kyle, and today I'm joined by Equity Portfolio Manager Olga Bezerkov. Olga, thanks for joining today. My pleasure. Nice to be here. Obviously, it was a big week. Cause for ongoing volatility was the Fed fund rate hike. And then the following press conference, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, any impacts, any thoughts you have on the matter? Um, happy to hear your thoughts. Absolutely. So you're right. Uh, there has been a flurry of central bank activity over the last couple of weeks. But the U.S. Fed hiking rates by another 75 basis points on Wednesday certainly caught the market's attention. The press conference following the decision was also very closely watched by the market participants for any signs of Jerome Powell's changing the hawkish rhetoric or to glimpse an insight into what comes next. Paul Eidelman's blog post provides great detail, so we highly encourage everyone to, to read that over. But I thought that it would be helpful for our listeners to get some key takeaways from the press conference. So first, there was an acknowledgement that the impact of the rate hikes that have been executed already will take time. The market took this as a sign that perhaps the Fed will slow down or maybe even pause to let the changes in the economy that are already occurring to come through the data. Also, uh, Powell did indicate that the central bank will consider slowing down the pace of hikes from the recent 75 basis points at every meeting. And that is largely in line with market expectations and also with our base case scenario that starting in December, perhaps we are likely to see smaller hikes of perhaps 50 basis points. However, and this is what really brought around a sharp sell off in the market. It was noted that so far the data is not showing any slowdown in either the hot inflation readings or showing any slack in the labor market. This may mean that ultimately the peak Fed funds rate will likely have to be higher than forecasted previously. So while the magnitude of rate hikes may be coming down, the Fed is not pivoting yet. So what would you say is the bottom line here, all things considered? Yeah, I would say that these three takeaways can be taken in a variety of directions from dovish to hawkish. But we should be listening to Powell's own words when he says that the question of when to moderate the pace or of increases is less important than the question of how high to raise the rates or how long to keep the policy restrictive. So at least for now, the hawkish direction is more than likely to persist. And I would say that inflation is a real global problem. And so the expectations of it coming down very quickly are likely too optimistic meaning that this higher peak Fed fund rate that Powell discussed is also likely to stay for some time. Well, you mentioned global. That's a good segue. Just yesterday, the Bank of England also had a 75 basis point rate hike, I believe the largest in over 30 years. Um, please expand more there, um, not only what that means for the UK, but globally as well. Absolutely. So you're right. On Thursday, the Bank of England raised these uh, interest rates and this move is the latest effort to address inflation in the UK, where cost of living keeps rising at a fastest pace that they've seen in decades. And as a reminder, Europe and the UK have been hit particularly hard by rising food and energy prices as a result of the Russia-Ukraine war, which is now is in its ninth month. What is notable about the communication from the Bank of England is that they provided some guidance on where they think the peak in interest rates will be, which is 4.5% by next fall, which is compared to 3% after this week's hike. And they also painted a fairly painful economic picture going forward. 
previously, the expectations were for the UK to enter a recession at the end of this year and that it would last likely through 2023. Now, the Bank of England believes that the economy already entered a downturn and also that it will continue into the first half of 2024, which, if it happens, will be the longest downturn since the records began in the 1920s. And of course, with that, there are expectations of pain for businesses and households with potential for the unemployment rate to rise up to six and a half percent. What I think this highlights is that how important it is for central banks globally to get control of the inflationary pressures and waiting for longer or not keeping inflation in check can lead to considerable pain for the economies. Well, well, far from one of our rosier segments. Um, thank you, as always, for the color commentary, the rich detail. We'll see where um, things trend for the remainder of the year and into 2023. With that, though, thank you for your time, Olga. Always appreciated. And to our listeners, have a good weekend. Take care.